This is a special Valentine's Day edition of Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things ag bioscience, the people, the products, innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. It's estimated that 58 million pounds of chocolate are purchased in America in the seven days leading up to Valentine's Day, fueling the growth of the global chocolate market to more than $46 billion. It's a giant market, and today's guest is an innovator bringing high-quality specialty chocolate to markets across the Midwest and around the world. Welcome, Kathy Brand-Beer, founder and president of Indiana-based Brand Fine Chocolates. Kathy, happy Valentine's Day, and welcome to Ag Bioscience. Thank you so much. And happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Well, thank you, Kathy. It is only appropriate on Valentine's Day. We talk chocolate. Today, your Super Bowl, I guess, of the chocolate business. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you stopping what you're doing, spending some time with us. Before we learn more about the chocolate business, I have to learn more about your story. I've poked around online, Kathy. You are an amazing, amazing leader, an amazing leader. Uh, Lady, share with us more about your journey from Fort Wayne to leading a chocolate company that's selling chocolates around the world. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I've always loved uh, sweets. <laughs> I've always loved creating things. And my parents had a cake decorating, candy making supply business. So I grew up in a small family business, but I got to have all these different ingredients at my fingertips. So I got to, oh, like in elementary school, I made candies and chocolates, took them to school, sold them to my friends. Love it. In high school, I um, made wedding cakes for people one summer. So that gave me a lot of experience just toying around with different confectionery arts. And then I decided that chocolate was really my passion of all of them. So I decided to try this out and start a business. And that was what led me to starting to brand. Incredible. I, I love the the passion and the art, the family legacy. DeBrand really known across the Midwest, but increasingly around the world for high quality chocolate. Help us understand this, Kathy. Okay. What, what, um, yeah. what, what makes good chocolate? <laughs> well, there's a lot that goes into every single piece of chocolate. Like, for instance, uh, we were just working on an idea for a piece, and I think we made 30-some different tries. Oh, wow. It. <laughs> and then we didn't even do it because... We have to love it in order to put it into the DeBrand collection. So there's a lot that goes into it from the very beginning, sourcing ingredients to um, putting it all together and, and what way and then how. And then, it, like I said, that one didn't even make the cut. But then the other part then is what is it going to look like? What kind of mold do we use? Do we enrobe it? How is it going to look? What collection will it fit into? And once all that's done, you still have the time testing aspect of it. So even if we love something, there was a particular piece we made and we loved it, loved it, loved it. But um, we did the time test and it didn't last long enough to be able to put it on the shelf and then give customers enough time to enjoy it at home. So that didn't make the cut. So there's a lot involved in it um, before we'll even include a new piece of chocolate in our collection. Uh, such a fascinating yeah. business. It's such a fascinating business. And <laughs> a global business, to your point, on sourcing ingredients. I'm sure you're buying chocolate from all around the world, selling retail mm-hmm. and online. Share mm-hmm. with us more about how the company has grown from, from really small beginnings to now, what, more than 100 team members? Yeah, it started out with just myself and I hired one person and <laughs> it slowly grew from there. And I've been able to work with my husband and now our three grown daughters. They all kind of did 
whatever <laughs> on their own, then they all come back and they all have important roles here. So it really is a family business and it's grown a lot in terms of we have such a great staff now going from just one employee to so many awesome, wonderful people that they care and bring their talents to our company. And as far as being global, a little bit, you know, we, we sell a few things, you know, overseas, but the bulk of it is Indiana and the Midwest. Although we do have um, our mail order business and wholesale business that we sell across the country to small shops or directly to individuals. Fascinating. Fascinating. All right. So as you think about evolving the business, uh, innovation certainly essential to meeting the needs of what's here in the Midwest, cross country, around the world. How do you think about innovating as you scale and you grow the business to meet demand? Mm -hmm. That's my favorite part is, is innovating. It's creating a new product. I love that. Coming up with new packaging, updating a store decor, um, either creating something new or making something better. That's, that's the fun part. So that's easy. I would love to create more and more products, but you can only carry so many until it doesn't make sense anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> when we add new products, you know, every now and then we have to discontinue some products. And that's not a fun thing because we always have, even if it's a slower seller, there's always somebody that, oh, that was sure. their favorite piece and they're not happy about it. So the innovating part, that's the fun part for me. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, trends are constantly evolving in confectionery arts, just in, in overall yeah. the food system. Give uh -huh. us an idea. What are some of the big trends you've seen over the past few years and how have you and the brand responded to those trends? Okay. Um, trends. That's an interesting thing because I don't want us to jump on every trend mm. because they are that. They're trends. You know, we've seen so many even local businesses where they'll start and there's a line out the door. People are so excited about it. And a year or two later, they're gone. To me, that's trend. I want something that is like, it's here for today, tomorrow, 10 years from now. But that doesn't mean we don't jump on to something, but particular about what. Like, for instance, um, it got really, really popular to do all these bright colored chocolates, you know, where it's, you know, and I mean, that's when I was in third grade, I was doing colorful chocolates. And I, that's not my kind of thing because I don't want to put anything artificial into it. But with that being said, we do have our connoisseur collection where we do a lot of colorful things, but it's with um, all natural, mm. you know, like for instance, or even our truffles, we have, you know, bright colored raspberries that sit on top of the truffle, or we have, um, we have some uh, cocoa butters that are made with natural flavors, like on the jasmine piece that's made with jasmine tea, we paint a little heart on the top of it, but it's a natural color of purple. So I've had chocolates that are expensive and high-end from other companies, and they're clearly artificial colors. And I've even had, I've been into one that was very good tasting, but it left my mouth blue, like I just ate a sweet sucker. And I don't want to do that. I don't want anything artificial. So like, I look at what the trends are, and if it makes sense for us to be a part of that, absolutely. But if it doesn't, then I'm not going to jump onto it just because it's trendy today, here today, gone tomorrow, potentially. Any big trends you've seen? I, I think of like salted caramel. I think of uh, adding in heat with cayenne. Any, anything big there yeah. that you've seen over the last couple of years? Yeah. And we do have um, we do have a piece with chili powder because I think that is a not just a trend, but that's something that's really great. Yeah, and then, for sure. Um, what was the other thing you said? Salt. Uh, Salt. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd always have salt in our caramel, but we just sprinkled a little on top and call mm. it salted caramel. Same thing like we have a salted peanut butter piece which, um, in our classic collection, 
it's always had salt in it because salt doesn't have peanut butter very nicely. But yes, just to put salt in front of the main peanut butter made sense. Yeah. So um, my stomach is rumbling, Kathy. That's that's a real <laughs> that's a real thing. As a founder and a, and a food entrepreneur, right? You know, we've talked about the the great growth that you've seen, the tremendous success you've had at the brand, but there's always challenge. If you could help us understand for those entrepreneurs that are listening, maybe what's the one hurdle that stands out to you? Sort of that thing you had to overcome that has really helped you separate from where you were to where you are. I wish I could tell you that one <laughs> because there are hurdles and obstacles all the time. I mean, things you don't even think of, just problems occur. I mean, if you take one piece of chocolate even that we make and all the things that could go wrong with it, because chocolate is extremely temperamental, you know, the temperature's off a little bit. You have a whole kitchen full of chocolates that are off temper and look bad. But that's just one aspect. We make all the centers from scratch and there have been problems with Something didn't cream properly, or I could go on and on. And that's just with creating one piece of chocolate, not to mention all the other problems that you have. So I cannot tell you what hurdle. There have been a lot. And it, you just have to learn that's part of the deal every single day. You're going to have obstacles. You're going to have things that happen. And you just have to, okay, how do we fix this and move on? Uh, what a great perspective. What a great perspective. Now, Kathy, I'm not going to say that I haven't got my wife anything yet for Valentine's Day, but let's just assume... <laughs> Let's just assume I haven't. Um, what what would be some of the top sellers this season? And I'm going to ask the more important question. What's your favorite chocolate? Okay, top sellers for Valentine's Day. Probably um, the most unique thing that we do every single year, but it's different every year, is our fabric-covered heart boxes for our classic collection. And they kind of are collector's items. They're very nice, pretty boxes. Every year, it's a different artist that comes up with a, a look for the box, and then it continues cool. our classic collection. That's super popular. And then truffles, kind of are both very popular. So yeah, there you go. And and like I said, every year, the heart boxes look different. So um, this year, it's got chocolate written on in different languages. Oh, cool. So go in and just pick out. And we have like our Fort Wayne stores, and we also have a store in Indianapolis. So if you're in that area, pop in there. Okay. All right. There it is. Now, what's your favorite, Kathy? Oh, that, I was afraid you'd come back to that. I know. It's See, hard. you tried to dodge it and I came back to it. <laughs> it depends what I'm eating. I, I can't say. That's like, what's your favorite tile? These are my oh, creations that I love. Um, it really is true, though. Like, sometimes I'll maybe um, eat a piece that we're making that day. And it's like, wait, why have I not been eating riff piece? I really like this piece. And then I won't think about it again for a while. And so, ooh. It really does depend on the day. Okay. Really All right. Six, successful dodge of the question. Successful dodge <laughs> of the question. Well done. Okay. Here's the last one. Last question for you, Kathy. What can we expect to see from the brand going forward? Let's call it the next couple months, next couple years. Okay. Well, what I hope that you'll see is just more of the same. Number one um, priority is always quality, you know, over anything else. Um, so what I hope you will continue to see is the same high quality chocolates, um, with a nice packaging served by people who care and will give you good service. So um, as far as which direction we grow, we'll see. There are a lot of opportunities. And I never like to say until it happens. But the main thing, no matter what, is we want to give you high-quality, beautiful chocolates. High-quality chocolate founded by an artisan who cares about the art of chocolate with really good people behind it. Fair? Well, thank you. Yes, you you are you are welcome. And and 
<laughs> Indianapolis and Fort Wayne and online, correct? Correct. All right. Well, Kathy Brandbeer is the founder and president of DeBrand Fine Chocolates. Kathy, again, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for spending time with us on your big day in the chocolate business. Thank you so much for asking me. I appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience on Valentine's Day. Get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library of archived episodes and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovasindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovas team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying happy Valentine's Day. And thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.